This episode of Proper English is brought to you by words and phrases related to relaxation, the difference between infinity and eternity, and the idiom, let sleeping dogs lie. Hello, I'm Dave. And I'm Alison. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which, as you know, is called Proper Proper English. If you're learning English and you want to know if telling someone to calm down works... It doesn't. If you get stuck thinking of the word to describe limitlessness... If you are puzzled by expressions like hold your horses... Then proper English is just the thing for you. We'll be back in a minute. He's just having a spot of reflexology and I'm having a manicure at the moment so today's episode should feel very laid back. If someone or something is laid back it means they are relaxed, calm, unhurried. Ah, here's Dave. Oh, I just had my feet up for an hour Ali. Mm. To have reflexology you literally have to have your feet up. That is elevated. But we use the expression to put your feet up to mean to relax. Today's episode is about phrasal verbs and phrases and expressions that we use when we're talking about relaxation. After work, at the weekend or on holiday, most people feel the need to take a breather, to relax. And we can describe relaxing in many ways. For example, What did you do at the weekend, Dave? Oh, I chilled out. I watched some television and listened to music. I couldn't be bothered to cook, so I ordered a takeaway. It was great. Ah, you chillaxed. Oh. That's a portmanteau word combining chill and relax. We'll look at more portmanteau words in a future episode. Oh, yeah. So, how do you like to unwind when you're not teaching? Or making podcasts. As you well know and point out regularly, Dave, I love a lion. <laughs> I don't enjoy getting up early under any circumstances, so the longer I can stay in bed, the better. Didn't you invent the expression duvet day? <laughs> no. A duvet day is a day when you stay under the covers, reading and being lazy. Ah, perfect. I am teasing, but It's important to recharge your batteries, isn't it? We talked about burnout in episode 25 and we should do our best to try to avoid that. In fact, you let your nails dry while I get ready for What's the Difference? What's the difference? My awesome Venezuelan student Edwin asked me what's the difference between infinity and eternity? And I realised I'd never considered it before. They are similar, but definitely not the same. Righto. So, infinity means the state or quality of being infinite. That is, limitless or endless in space, extent or size. The sublime. Something that cannot be countered. But eternity means unending in time, infinite time, in fact. Something eternal lasts forever. So time 
is the significant difference here. Mm -hmm. Eternity and eternal are often used to express romantic love. Oh. Yeah, you can buy eternity rings for each other. Although I think most commonly men buy them for women, but hey, we're not sexist here on Proper English. No. Nope. And there are songs like Eternal Flame by the Bangles. Oh, good 80s pop tune there. Mm -hmm. And there's also this, that royal fans will be interested to know was read out at Princess Diana's funeral. Time is very slow for those who wait, very fast for those who are scared, very long for those who lament, very short for those who celebrate, but for those who love, time is eternal. <sighs> Back to relaxing then. Hmm. Relaxing isn't always about doing nothing. It might be about doing something fun. Could be. In English, we might talk about letting our hair down, and that means going out with friends, laughing, maybe dancing if that's your thing, but definitely a lively evening of fun. Or maybe you have a friend or a colleague who needs to loosen up because they're uptight. Maybe they take everything a bit too seriously. Loosen up is used metaphorically, but you can see where it comes from. When we're not relaxed, our muscles tighten. They mm. clench. Mm. Let's get a shoulder massage when we finish this episode, Dave, to make sure we unwind. Oh, yeah. Of course, telling somebody to relax rarely works. Mm. It can have the opposite effect. Lighten up. You're being so serious. Might not get the result you were looking for. Yeah, it can seem quite antagonistic. Mm. How about... Calm down. Oh, calm down, dear. <laughs> oh, indeed. There are genuine reasons why being told to calm down actually makes you feel worse. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, I looked online, and according to psychologists, being told to calm down has the effect of trivialising or dismissing our emotions. Oh. So we feel defensive because it seems like the other person isn't taking our feelings seriously. Oh. Mm. Oh, and how about... Hold your horses. <laughs> that's not so bad. But that's a handy way of telling someone to take a pause. And it's not as annoying as being told to calm down, I no, don't think. No. It's more like asking them to wait. Or perhaps think again. Oh, Dave, I'm booking a fortnight's holiday at an all-inclusive spa resort in the Philippines. Hold your horses, Ali. I'm not sure we can afford that at the moment. Oh, OK. A long weekend in Lisbon it is then. Okay. Now, let's take it easy, sit back and find out about the idiom of the week. Idiom of the week? Let sleeping dogs lie means don't get involved. Don't interfere in a situation which isn't causing a problem. Yeah. If you have a dog, you know how calm it feels when they've gone to sleep. If you wake them up, they bounce around with energy and you have to calm them down again. Yes, and waking up an aggressive dog can really cause problems. Not kidding. Best leave them to sleep. Let's think about how we use the expression in real life. Well, yesterday I had a disagreement with someone on Facebook. And this morning they seemed fine. I was thinking of sending them a message to be sure that everything's OK. No, Dave. They might just start the argument all over again. Let sleeping dogs lie. Mm.
And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English. We hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation. Oh, what should our listeners do if they've enjoyed the episode, Ali? Well, Dave, they could tell everyone they know about us. <laughs> Friends, family, anyone who's studying or learning English. Oh, yes. And don't forget that they could like this episode and leave us a nice review and subscribe to us on their favourite podcast app. Where can they go if they want to get more involved? Or if they have any questions or suggestions, Dave? Well, of course, Ali, they can join us on Instagram or Facebook or they can email us at properenglish or one word at sapo.pt. Excellent. So until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. English.